Hello Glenridge, it's Tony Redman. At the beginning of this week I was reading Romans 8, 12 to 14 as part of an I-group devotion, which when read in the message translation reads, So don't you see that we don't owe this old do-it-yourself life one red cent? There's nothing in it for us, nothing at all. The best thing to do is to give it a decent burial and to get on with your new life. God's spirit beckons. There are things to do and places to go places to go they're not entirely the point of the scripture or the correct context i was immediately reminded of one of dr zeus's classic children's stories and a book i've gifted to many friends kids oh the places you will go today is your day you're off to great places you're off and away while dr Seuss intended his book to be an allegory for the story of life i've always interpreted his title to be about travel and life journeys and especially when viewed in a God story that when we partner with the gospel and we surrender our lives to the Holy Spirit, we have such an incredible opportunity to travel and to journey as part of our great commission to go and make disciples of all nations. Matthew 28. Traveling with mission perspective is so much more than merely getting on a plane, visiting a nation and getting a stamp in your passport. It involves connecting with beautiful church communities scattered around our cities, towns and countrysides, never mind the four, four, uh, four corners of the globe, it's about people. I've had the incredible privilege to travel and God has provided on many occasions for such trips with both time and resources and these trips have varied from leadership equipping times, supporting leaders ministering to other churches, to leading worship in churches who don't have the richness and depth of worship teams like Glenridge does, or to taking humanitarian aid into neighboring countries. Even visits to friends and family who have met through Glenridge have yielded rich and meaningful encounters in their home churches and in the places where the gospel has planted them. There's no substitute for understanding a place than to walk its streets and to spend time getting to know the people that reside in those places. What are their fears? What are their dreams? What do they believe God is doing in their local communities and with their spheres of influence? What makes that nation tick? And it gives such incredible weight to our prayers for that local church, the leaders, the church community of that town or nation. Traveling for the gospel has taught me some invaluable lessons. Sometimes you travel for the one, an opportunity to tell a single mother who's hosting you in Singapore that she's doing a great job raising her kid and that yes it's tough but that God delights in her and the choices she's making on a daily basis to walk counterculture in the unchurched nation she resides. Or it's to teach you some life lessons, to be humbled at the incredible generosity of a rural village on the brink of starvation who prepare a feast of roasted organic root vegetables for you to celebrate you coming to encourage them and to worship them in their mud hut church no air cons, no cappuccinos, a community who has felt seen. Having not grown up in a Christian and going home, I've had the privilege to watch three generations of the family, men's from 60 to 6, serve, pray for, edify and encourage local church leaders and physically and practically serve the needs of local communities and the teams they've traveled with, but also just have good family fun together. Such a beautiful picture of a godly family. Sometimes the travel has made me incredibly grateful for home, for the richness and the diversity of our community and the open heavens over South Africa and the rich depth and freedom that is evident in our churches. To be reminded how incredibly fortunate we are to be a part of Glenridge. She is a unique bride and she is to be treasured. One of the most unexpected and profound moments I've had traveling was to sit in the garden in Jerusalem with a best friend from Belfast, Northern Ireland, 
who I had met in Glenridge because of her mission as a doctor to South Africa, and a handful of strangers from Wellington, New Zealand, who had, we had only met that morning, breaking bread together in the place where Jesus was crucified for our sins to purchase and transform our lives, and that from this small capital city in the Middle East, his gospel has literally spread to the outermost parts of the world, connecting us eternally, even if it was only for a brief moment in this life. So if I can encourage you this morning, it's to ask God for opportunities to travel. Ask one of the elders where they are ministering next and go, go along and offer a friendly face in the congregation. Sign up for the various mission trips to Mozambique or Zimbabwe. Log on to the NCMI website and see if there's an equipped time in the next couple of months that speaks to you. Sign up and go. Chat to your home groups and your home group leaders and see if you can't make a plan to visit a local church together and to offer to serve the local church in any way that they need on a particular day to give their leaders a break. The options are endless and Paul reminds us in Romans 8, there are things to do and there are places to go. Have a super day. Cheers.